Hi, Mike Gibson, Drew Klein coming to you live from Sky 2018. We're talking about clinician education, about PAD. Drew, a lot of people out there are just unaware of the extent of PAD that's out there. You know, they see CAD, but really that's just the tip of the iceberg in terms of all the vascular disease. What do we need to do to better educate all of our referring docs about PAD? Excellent question, Mike. And I think that's the challenge that we have as cardiologists is that we are training cardiovascular medicine. I think I always have to remind people that it's that vascular side that often gets lost. Most of our patients that have PAD, in fact, actually about 30% of patients have PAD who are over the age of 70 with any history of diabetes. There's a very large number of patients out there that are being undiagnosed or just being left to the wayside. And people say, well, especially even if some of our cardiologists say, well, really, why do I care? I already have on the same medicines. And I think there's important. I think the, the take-home points that I really try to emphasize to my referring physicians, to educating uh, physicians out there in the community is that really it's a, it's a really a four-point strategy, which is PAD starts with protection, and it's foot care protection, and really making certain that they understand that their feet are not receiving the same blood supply as they did when they were 18 years of age. And so how many patients uh, do you actually see in the office that when you ask them to take off their socks and shoes, you'd be surprised what you find. Mm. And then the other big thing is prevention. Most of our patients with PAD don't die of cardio, they don't die of limb amputation, they don't die of claudication, they die from cardiovascular death. Right. And so getting our patients on guideline concordant therapy has been shown to save limbs and save lives. And the last thing is really plumbing, who patients go on to, to get revascularization. And that's a whole other topic that really is left to the people that are doing that sort of revascularization aspect. But the first two are the, the foundation of PAD care is really medical therapy. And I think a lot of people forget that. They also forget that a lot of our patients out there are being undiagnosed. And if you look at Mary McDermott's uh, data, the interesting aspect is we always ask our patients, do you have claudication? Do you have any symptoms of arterial insufficiency. But the reality is that a large number of patients actually don't have typical symptoms. They may have 10 to 30% of patients may have numbness, they may have weakness, they may have loss of power. And then, interestingly enough, when you look more into the data that a huge number of our patients are showing functional decline in the absence of symptoms. And so right. our patients, I always like to say is how far could you walk? And you know, five years ago, they can walk around the block and go to the food store. Now they can only walk a half block. And the excuse is, I'm just getting older, doc. Right. In reality, what it is, it's PAD. Right, right. What's the best way to educate people? Is it peer-to-peer -peer contact? Is it over the internet? I mean, how do we do this? So I think it's, it's boots on the ground. We have to get out there and make face-to-face -face conversations, get out there and talk. For those of us who are, are on our phones and doing Twitter, that's another great way of educating patients and, and educating our, our referring uh, providers. But I think it's it's really face-to-face. -face. Yeah. I find the biggest impact is when I'm going to the uh, family practitioners and, and really saying, are you checking ABIs? Are you are you asking them to take their socks and shoes off? Not just in your diabetics, but in anyone who's smoked and anyone who has uh, diabetes or over the age of 70, are, are you checking the feet? And the reality is most of them aren't. They aren't. Yeah, I think that's the single biggest lesson. Take off the socks. Takes off the shoes. Yeah. See what you find. And sometimes I always relay this story to my referring physicians that one day I asked my patient to do that and I, he had a completely dry gangrene toe. Wow. At which point I said, sir, how long has this been going on? And he said, I thought it was sock fuzz. And it's been going on wow. for about three months now. Wow. So even patients get into a denial yeah. pattern as well. Yeah. So I think it's important to really just take off the socks and shoes, make sure they're on the aspirin, the statins, the blood pressure control, the diabetes control, the lipids, the stuff that you and I do every day, the stuff that internists do every day. This right. is really 
important and understand this is not a mystery. It's what we're doing every day. It's just saying, you know, if we list PAD on the problem list, maybe we should take their suction shoes off as well. Exactly. Drew, thanks so much. Thank thanks you. for joining us. Thanks to all of you for joining us here live from Sky 2018. Thank you.